the technical difficulties on the YouTube side, I had to uh, change it up. All right. Okay, so I'm back. So let's get into it. Or deep on this Umar Johnson and the Frederick Douglass School. Let's get into it. I'll talk radio live in 4K. Fair use. In such high regard, the same man that he wants to put up on this pedestal. Mm. Respect. Do you respect? I don't talk about respect. No, I get no, no, tremendous no, respect no, from no, my people. No, I, I, I'm not talking about that. Um, do you respect Frederick Douglass? Obviously, yes. But he had a white wife. He did. So that's what I'm trying to. I'm a clarify. Why, why? Why is that an issue? Why? I mean, why is that? If if you put in the work mm -hmm. and you have the history, who who cares who you marry? 
You spend more. What, what, what makes you think giving you more is going to change your situation? Now, let me say this on the table. If we get reparations, will that help us? If somebody is mentally ill in a mental asylum, mental hospital. Is he off the rip trying to equate black people in America? as being mentally ill in a mental asylum? Why is the comparison between us with a mentally ill person? Where, where's he going with this? Where's he going with this? In a mental asylum, mental hospital, you give him a million dollars. Gone. Does it reverse the illness? No, I don't. Does no, it do anything no. to treat his problem? No. So let's take that to a community. If a community has no so he thinks that we mentally ill and we just so down bad so we shouldn't get no money because we shouldn't know what you this is why you can't have people like umar johnson flashy people coming to talk to you you got to get their credentials you have to get credible people with a good background hot good character and receipts of what they've done for the community before you even listen to them because this nonsense right here no Umar Johnson, what he's talking about is a white supremacist wet dream. To hear this, oh, blacks are mentally ill. They can't get reparations. Republicans would love him. <clears throat> Republicans would love him, period. Dude, uh, classic tether shit, y'all. Classic tether babble. Institutions. Mm -hmm. No way to trap the money in their community. Mm -hmm. They own. The sad thing is, is just that people like him and the fact that he is. A, not an African-American, what I'm being told. This makes the divide worse That because blacks need each other. Okay. You need allies to get reparations from white supremacy. Remember, you're asking white supremacy to give you reparations. Other groups in this country got what they needed because they had allies and black Americans don't have allies. You listen to people like him saying you don't need to talk to gain allies with other with other fellow blacks you're not gonna win and then you gotta wonder who's paying you to say that none of the institutions and you drop a couple trillion dollars in that community it's over is how is that money going to benefit the people when all the institutions in the community that are going to take their money are not owned by people who look like them I'm going to ask it another way. We don't need to own all the businesses and institutions to better ourselves with the money. The money could be used for land, gold, silver. All right. That's what the money could be used for. Tangible resources to give to generation to generation. How about putting... Um, auto body mechanic shops back into high into black high schools how about that dr umar money via the form of reparations you took your ass to the white man's college to get your phd that wasn't a black owned institution so what are you talking about see the foolishness what are you talking about? Because we don't own the institutions. Think it's been 10 years and you can't build a fucking school. What you talking about owning an institution? You can't even build one with over a million dollars in donations. Stop the cap. This man got his reparations. All the black folk done sent him a mill or two uh, under the guise he's going to build us a school one day. But we shouldn't get nothing.
if we don't responsibly spend the money we already have, how can we spend more? <laughs> what, what, what makes you think giving you more is going to change your situation? Now, let me say this. I want to be clear. Mm -hmm. I support reparations. Okay. Sure. I support it. The reparations movement was born in this movement. I support reparations. Mm, what I know it was not. You conscious coon clowns have been talking about uh, Amutep and Amun-Ra and we're ancient Egyptian gods and goddesses and y'all wasn't talking shit about reparations. What are you smoking? What are you smoking? Oh my gosh, I think I know what he's smoking. They are contacting the college to try to force them to cancel my lecture this Thursday to close out Black History Month. They're claiming I smoke crack. They are con Yeah, we know what you're smoking. Don't support. It's thirsty, opportunistic Negroes who are pushing for reparations externally before we have delivered reparations internally to mm. ourselves. What the heck is he talking about? This is babble. What are you talking about? Remember in Living Color when Damon Wayans had that character with the kufi on and he was in jail and he was saying a whole bunch of nonsense that sound deep, but it was really nothing. He sounds just like those types of people. In other words, oh my God, back with the conscious bullshit. We got to eternally get our reparations inside ourselves before we can get any money because we don't own the institutions. And the nigga, shut up. But you getting donations for businesses and institutions. Exactly, Rick. Exactly. Make it make sense, y'all. Make it make sense. He's not against reparations, but we got to internally do that. Oh my God, you a coon, you a buffoon, you a sellout, you a scammer, you a grifter, you a runner, you a runner, you a track star. And this shit is ridiculous. This shit is oh so ridiculous, y'all. But you know what? I'm running out of time. We got to wrap up the stream here shortly. But before we do, I got a bit of an exclusive coming from the back to the front. We've got Angelica in the building. How you doing? Hey, Mike. Can you hear me okay? Yep, loud and clear. That's great. How are you doing this evening? Great oh, stream. Well. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's well behind schedule, but we're here. <laughs> nah, you know, it's all good. You know, life happens. But yeah, so, you know, I'm here as promised. You know, I know the folks probably want to hear some things. So I'm, I'm ready. Hold on a minute. I was on mute there. Um, well, I know we talked behind the scenes a little bit. Um, not only are you in like the same general area as Umar, but you've you visited the school and you've also actually spoke to Umar Johnson. So, yeah, yeah you can start wherever you want, but let the people know how you feel about him. Um, yeah. So I, I guess to give like a really quick backstory, like maybe about nine or 10 years ago, I was like pro Umar, you know what he was doing. Um, you know, as time went on and, you know, issues started to come about because <clears throat> again, like I was saying in, in the chat, you know, I, I live in Delaware, right? So a lot of the things that have been happening and taking place have been conversations with people that are adjacent to Umar by business, by proxy, or, you know, because he has this habit of like hobnobbing with certain business owners. Um, and, you know, generally as black business owners, we generally all talk, you know, we're all part of the same social circles. Um, <clears throat> but long story short, um, I, I think, okay, so I'll go to like the most recent event. So uh, 20, we're in 2023. So 2021, um, I went to one of those picnics, right? 
that he had, you know, those FDMG, you know, community picnics, you know. Was this like his block party type thing that was hosted at the Bando? Right. Yeah. So let me kind of give context and say that, you know, before I moved to the town that I live in now, which is still in Delaware, um, I lived in Wilmington. Um, I live probably like less than a seven minute drive away from this school, which ironically, because of my younger sister puts us in that feeder pattern. So back then, my younger sister went to that school when it was open, right? Um, Oftentimes, you know, I have to go and pick her up, you know, all the things like, you know, as a sibling. And so when the school shut down, and we were already going by that point, but when the school shut down, like there was a lot of conversation about, um, you know, what was going on and was it going to be open? But there's a lot of schools in the state of Delaware that are just abandoned, whether they're Catholic schools, private schools, charter schools. It's just a thing, especially in the city of Wilmington. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I went to this particular function and it kind of got a little bit of traction because there was a guy that got put out. Um, and there was also a woman there that was she was parading around with a bow and arrow. And I think one of the camera guys that was trying to do kind of like some photography for promos or something, I don't know if she thought that it was like agents because there were no police there, right? Like there were security. Wait, that... She was running around with like a actual bow and arrow, like ready to draw on somebody. Yes. She was like walking around with like a wooden bow and like, I, I can't remember what the arrow looked like. And I remember I walked up to her and I was like, you know, do you know archery? Like my son is into archery. And I'm thinking like, she's like, up cause they're no, let no me I'm just looking for agents. <laughs> it was, but it was a group of them. And they were like, you know, older women. Right. And they were kind of, they all had kind of like their particular weapon of choice. Like I said, there was one lady, she tried to shoot down the drone. Now, mind you, this is the same. I, I guess. <laughs> you telling me this man had a knockoff Dora Milaje off of Black Panther? <laughs> it was the wildest thing. Like, never, like, there were so many things that were, were wrong with that particular event. Like, you know, there was no kind of like, like when you got there. Cause, well, let me say this like, that school is the block behind Vandiver Avenue. Vandiver Avenue is like the street where all like a good majority of the bad things happen. Like this school is right down the street from what they call Riverside, which is a, a, a you know, a community of projects. Like they even have oh, so a song. Hood. Yeah. The so they have hood. a song. So Umar Johnson puts this, bought a rundown abandoned building in a dangerous neighborhood. That's so smart. Umar, that is so smart gets worse by the second on it's called riverside bucket two six like you mm. can find this song on youtube and this this school is like literally minutes away from the bucket minutes away from riverside right so you know you you pull up you know because you know it's a city street you have to park like five six blocks away walk way out of the way to get to this place and there's like this line so i i never forget it. I'm sitting in this line because I was asked to come. Somebody, one of my personal friends said they were going, they asked me to come. Um, Even though I wasn't really for it because of other reasons, but um, 
I went anyway. So you get there and there's like this long line and people like standing around and like people are filling out forms. So there's nobody directing you as to whether you can just walk in, but people were just standing around waiting. And this line, like, I remember I asked one couple and I'm like, how long have you guys been waiting here? And they're like, yeah, we've been here 40 minutes, but mind you, this is during the active block party. So people thinking that they're, they're having to sign waivers for the block party. And then, so one guy just happened to walk past me that was like security. I'm like, do we need to be in this line? He was like, no, this is just for like the kid's gift bag. Like you <laughs> so have there to- there was people waiting for a kid's gift <laughs> Because bag nobody said anything. There's nobody, now mind you, Umar's alleged wives, his actual wives are there. Um, yeah, it, it was just so crazy. Sounds like it was just completely unorganized. No, it, it was, it really was. Like there were people, there were a lot of vendors there, which was really cool. But as far as like the organization of the actual event itself, it was just like haphazardly put together because again, like that school, like, because it's been abandoned for so long, like people make jokes that that's the road that like drug dealers drive up to get, to stay off of Vandiver Avenue. So like he they really, don't want to really be seen. Bought a bando. He, he, <laughs> he literally, literally got a bought bando. the bando. Like all, like all jokes aside. So, you know, I do the thing. And then this is when I'm like engaging in conversation with the lady with the bow and arrow at this time. I think, you know, I think I know why he makes all these excuses because he, maybe he don't want to take the chance of having that school in operation and it's in a dangerous neighborhood. Now you got to pay for armed security. That's what I'm wondering. How are you going to pay for the security? How are you going to pay for the, the teacher's salary? How are you going to pay for this uh, extra help? Because you're going to have to have special education for some kids because some kids are mentally are not all there. How's that going to work out? He's not having any of that planned. He just put it, just bought a space to have a space. Very interesting. I had no idea she was going to attempt to try to shoot the, the drone down, right? She was trying to shoot the drone with the bow she, and arrow. She, like... But that's the thing, like she, when I asked her if she knew anything about archery, she was like, no, I just recently got this. I said, well, did you have it made? <laughs> it was the craziest thing. And it's like, she's looking oh, at damn. me crazy. Like, why am I asking her these questions? Right. Mm -hmm. um, Don't and you so, know you ain't supposed to ask questions around Umar? You just supposed to obey. But, but this is the thing. So people don't know me. Right. So they're looking at me as a stranger but they don't know that i have like a little bit of history right so she's looking at me side eye she's running around with the 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 you know the 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 bow and arrow there's another lady that has like a spear and there was another woman who had she had something else but i forgot what it was um but yeah so the event for me was really interesting and i finally because you know even though I've pulled my support again. I was there with someone else and they were like, yeah, I want to, they're trying to get me to re kind of kindle some sort of relationship with Umar. I'm like, I'm not really interested. Like he hasn't done anything for me personally to prove that there's a conversation worth having. Right. So, you know, I end up going up with them. They find Umar We're we're chatting and he's telling, you know, like he's completely forgotten because it's been years since we last talked forgotten who I was. And I'm, and I'm looking at him and he's like, yes, sis, I'm going to give you a hug. And like, I'm, I'm there. And I'm like trying to like, not to give him the signal that like, cause again, I'm with my friends. So I don't want to be like that, that girl. 
that's like nah. But then I. <laughs> But at the same time, I really don't want to. So I do like the church hug, like the little pat pat. And then like, it was funny because as like, you know, like I put my hands like around him, I'm like, oh, he's soft. He's like squishy. (laughs) (laughs) He a pudgy little thing, huh? Yeah. He was, he was very, you know, you know, malleable. Mm. You know that that's a word that I'll use. I gotta ask, Angela. I gotta ask. Um, <laughs> ladies nowadays speak very candidly about things that give them the ick. Now, putting your arms around a man that's oh so soft and gelatin-like, does that give you the ick? You know, like it wasn't pleasant. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like it was so. Like when I felt his person, I'll just say that I don't. I, when I felt his person, like I felt like I was hugging like a female friend oh damn like he was soft you know what i'm saying like you know when guys talk about like when women are soft you know what i'm saying like they got a soft body Mm -hmm. like that's what i felt like i felt like i was hugging one of my girlfriends like it wasn't really he like i couldn't feel muscle it what it didn't really feel manly to me that's just me personally and again you know his his girlfriends may find that attractive that's not my particular cup Mm -hmm. of tea but you know it is what it is yeah. Um, well, well, real quick, I'm running out of time, but I really want you to touch on the initial conversation that you had with Umar Johnson over the phone, because I was surprised when you said that you actually <laughs> conversated with him and, <laughs> you, know, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I ain't never got Umar on the phone. If, if I did, I'd probably say some things he wouldn't like to hear, but well, you know, how did that go? For yeah. You? So th- this was when I didn't know any better. Right. So, you know, that that's my disclaimer. I, di- I didn't know any better back then. This is when I was still pro Umar. Um, but yeah, so like I said, you know, anybody that's lived in Delaware, especially in Wilmington, um, at, at least in certain social groups, kind of know that there has always been this trend of a lot of charter schools opening and then closing several years later, like two or three years later. So there were a lot of vacancies as far as schools. So, you know, this is back when I was heavy in the conscious community and I had a few connects. And I had seen an interview and I can't remember who he did the interview with, but it was some random interview and I, and it was like around the time that he was trying to get funding for the the school in Virginia or North Carolina, wherever it was. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying to this person, I'm like, man, I would love to talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many opportunities Delaware and it's like right down, you know, Philadelphia is a 30 minute drive, 20 minutes if you're speeding type of thing. Um, and so they were like, you know what? That's a good idea. Let me see what I can do. But I didn't think any, any much of it after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I got a text message from that person and they said, Hey, is it cool? You know, I, I reached out. Is it cool if I pass your number along? Um, and I said, yeah, it's fine. And so maybe like a couple of weeks later, after I got that text message, I, I had a phone call. I don't know why I answered it, but when I did answer, it was Umar. And so, you know, I'm, you know, he's telling me that, you know. You are getting away with what he is allowed to get away with. Exactly. Exactly. That's what he's allowed to get. He's getting away with what he's allowed to. But the people, the problem is, is like people are not. Black people within the hood, they're not willing to. To get in his face and say. Where's the school? There's only one woman, a black woman who 
gotten who got in his face, basically cut off the mic when he was talking because they got tired of him. But other than that, it's really the donor's fault for how he came into the limelight. Well, those are the grifters. But we'll get into that soon. I'm just going to skip right to the uh, part where we talking, where Tariq Nishida is talking to him. Here we are. These YouTubers out here. <laughs> but, um... This nigga, he, he just did a video, but you, you talking about you neutral. You didn't pat my back. You said charge it to the game. If Umar stole something, I didn't say all that. These YouTubers out here. <laughs> but um, I will be doing uh, a few more streams. Hold on one second. Let's get to this. Don't do a motherfucking thing. He, he, this nigga's been talking slick about me for years, and I've let it slide. I've let it slide. He's a fuckboy, man. Umar's a fuckboy. I stay. People, man, y'all don't start that. Man, y'all can't be doing this, man. How much longer I gotta let this fake-ass, con-ass, fraudulent-ass nigga just take shots at me, man? Enough is enough. Damn. I'm defending this nigga. He... He just did a video, but you talking about you neutral. You didn't pat my back. You said charge it to the game. If Umar stole something. I didn't say all that. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? This dude, Umar, man, he has been taking shots at me for the longest. I put him in my movie. He takes a shot at me. I defend this nigga against the stripper. When that shit popped off, I defended him. He came out shitting on me. Put him some tweets talking about when I went on my code of conduct tour. He's like, yeah, code of conduct. Just keep my name out your mouth. The fuck it? Then he deleted the tweet. He'd been doing little shit like that for a minute, man. I let it slide because I'm like, if I go in on this nigga, that's going to look bad for the, the movement, what we're trying to do. You know, I don't want it to be all crazy, but this he's going beyond subliminals. Umar has gone beyond subliminals. He's been taking shots at me for years. I've let them slide. I've let them slide, family. I would like for you to find any public comment that I made dissing Umar. Hold on. Somebody said, this is Umar sneak dissing me last year. I mean, the people said, All right, hold on one minute. A little problem. Okay. Okay, give me a minute. One second. Okay. 
Hold on one second. One second. Had a little issue. Hold on one minute. One, one second. I don't know where this is coming from. Okay. All right. Bringing it back on. One second. Look, 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 look. Dude. Umar Johnson, big fat fuck nigga, bitch ass con ass nigga. Oh, this is, look, let me first of all, let me apologize. Jermaine Shoemaker, whatever the fuck your name is, nigga. Yeah, he's gonna call the Phantom Goons. He's gonna call the Phantom fucking Goons. This fat fuck boy been taking shots at me for a long time. If you, as you have noticed this, Umar has taken shots at me for a long time. I've done nothing, nothing, nothing but help this nigga. I help this nigga by putting him in my movie. Do you know this nigga just did a live stream talking about I owe him a favor because of him? Making, he made hidden colors pop off. This nigga's on live stream talking about, yeah, yeah I, to reach to have my back, sniffing and blinking, to reach to have my back, because I did him a favor with hidden colors. I made hidden colors pop off. Fuck. My fucking, dude, I've been so neutral with this whole ass nigga. Understand, fat fuck boy, you ain't gonna do shit. Your name is in my mouth. I'm gonna keep saying it, and you ain't gonna do a motherfucking thing. He, he, this nigga's been talking slick about me for years, and I've let it slide, I've let it slide. He's a fuck boy, man. Umar's a fuck boy. I stay, people, man, y'all don't start that, man, y'all can't be doing this, man. How much longer I got Con ass, fraudulent ass nigga, just take shots at me, man. Enough is enough. Damn, I'm defending this nigga. He, he just did a video. But you, you talking about you neutral? You didn't have my back. You said charter to the game. If Umar stole something, I didn't say all that. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? This dude, Umar, man, he has been taking shots at me for the longest. I put him in my movie. He takes a shot at me. I defend this nigga against the, the stripper. When that shit popped off, I defended him. He came out shitting on me. Put them some tweets talking about. When I went on my code of conduct tour, he's like, yeah, code of conduct, just keep my name out your mouth. The fuck? It? Then he deleted the tweet. He'd been doing little shit like that for a minute, man. I let it slide because I'm like, if I go in on this nigga, that's going to look bad for the, the, the movement, what we're trying to do. You know, I don't want it to be all crazy, but this he's going beyond subliminals. Umar has gone beyond subliminals. He's been taking shots at me for years. I've let them slide. My family, I would like for you to find any public comment that I made dissing Umar. Hold on. Somebody said, this is Umar sneak dissing me last year. I mean, people send them shits all the time. Hold on. If I wasn't the most requested ballot in the world, if I wasn't the most popular voice on the circuit, they wouldn't care where I got my doctorate from. It would be irrelevant. It only matters because they wish that they were in my spot. So I'll tell them, like I tell you, if you want the top spot, come and get it. Okay? That's a nigga on the narcotic. I'm not, I'm in the top spot. I'm the best. This nigga's sitting in struggle hotels talking about how great he is. Fuck that, nigga. I'm the best. I'm the top scholar. I'm the most requested. I'm in the Motel Six, and I'm the top. I'm on the. I'm on the top. That shit is corn. You sound like a fucking idiot, dude. And you've been sounding like a motherfucking idiot. That's why people back up off your ass. I ain't diss you. I'm like I ain't, ain't co-signing this nigga shit. So I just stay out of your bullshit. I let you self-destruct, fuck nigga. 
talking that stupid shit you've been talking for years. But this bitch nigga, this bitch nigga has been taking little shots. I remember he did one lecture. I think it was down in Miami. He was like, yeah, I know Tariq. I, Tariq is going to give some money to the, the Marcus Darkin, Garvin, Frederick Douglass school. As much money I'd have made him. And then he just got on the live stream talking about he'd have made Hidden Colors hot. That's that shit. Sabir Bay was talking that. Them niggas from North Philly. Is that like a North Philly thing? And I love Philly. I got a lot of love for Philly. Philly didn't ran that nigga about it. I heard niggas on, in Philly on the streets don't fuck with that nigga. Niggas in the street. Now, I donated money to this non-existent fucking school. I donated some money to the school. I've been trying to help this motherfucker for years, and he didn't act like he did us a favor. He's acting like he did me a favor. I made your movie hot. I made the Hidden Color series hot. Bitch nigga, Umar, you've been in a whole bunch of fucking documentaries. None of them have popped off, fuck nigga. Are you listening, fat fuck ass nigga? None of them have popped off except mine. What are you talking about, nigga? You've been in a bunch of fucking films and nobody never heard of them except mine. How you helped me? You done done a bunch of shit that don't pop off. How have you helped me? I got two movies now that's on the number one spot. You ain't in them. How you helped me? Fuck is you talking about? Is this nigga on the narcotic? You sound like a fat hoe. Your name is in my mouth. What you do? Fuck all that. We can get in the boxing ring. We gonna fight. Stop tweeting in and come fight. Stop all the, the Twitter banging, nigga, and come see me. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? I'm with the shit. Get off the internet and come see me. You know where I am, hoe ass nigga. I'm not nowhere that's I'm not I'm not like you. I'm not in little random motel sixes and shit like that, sucking my own dick, talking about how, how I'm the best. Ain't nobody better than me. I'm Papa. Nigga running around talking about he Papa. Get the fuck out of here, corny nigga. You sound like a motherfucking idiot, nigga. You can come see me. I'm at my office every day in Chatsworth. I'm not that hard to find. If you want to come see me, bitch, nigga, you come see me and get off the fucking internet. We can do this. I'm the best. I'll get you. Get me, nigga. Come get me, Umar Johnson. Your fat fucking bitch ass name is in my mouth. Come get me. I'm saying your name over and over again. If you say my name again, your name again. Umar the big fat bitch ass nigga Johnson. Now people are like, man, he's having a breakdown. He's going through some things. Stall him out to read. Fuck him. He's been going through a breakdown for a couple of years. Umar, look, 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 listen to me, family. Listen. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's hot in here. Hold on. Yeah. <sighs> so I got my heater on. This heater is right on my throat. <clears throat> but this nigga is trying to present himself like some kind of contract. Nigga, I'm so with the shit. You ain't gonna do a motherfucking thing. Umar, I'm not SETI. I'm not brother polite. No disrespect to him or now uh you can see like you know Tariq is also a grifter all right and umar johnson has upset someone he shouldn't have crossed the lines with and this is Tariq nasheed but now Tariq nasheed is also um is also a, a ripoff artist all right he has more he, don't get me wrong He's probably has done more things than Umar. He has done tangible things. And I will show you right here. Fair use.
gay. It's like black men believe you're good looking, just like with Cool Whip Samuels. Black men thought Cool Whip Samuels was good looking. So black men think Tyreek Nasheed is good looking. And so what they want to do is because black people, black people, black men are more worried about image. More worried about image. So they want whoever's pushing white supremacy to look like he's rich or he got money. So they go along with the show, knowing they're not trying to do nothing against white supremacy or about white supremacy. Right. Because you're going to hear his supporters compare this to the Met Gala. And when. Met Gala. So when you hear people compare. This is about the uh, hookah lounge. OK, the the Hidden Colors History Museum that he has. All right, the Hidden History Museum that he created, he turned it into a hookah lounge. Like I said, Tariq Nasheed is just as bad as Umar Johnson. What Tariq Nasheed is doing, calling it the Met Gala. He has his supporters saying this is something the Met Gala does. And my question to the pro-blacks, if you're going to be better than white people, if you're going to take down white supremacy, why do you continue to compare everything you do to what white people do? You sitting at home. I'm sure many people are having financial problems and you donated to this guy. You did not donate to him to kick his feet up and party. You, you donated to him to get that museum finished. So that can represent black people the right way. Black history, the right way. Yeah, we got some comics. Um, my man Dwan B said it's like a club. Yeah, shit, that's what it is. A museum slash club. That's that's what it is. We got it popping. Yeah, we got some comics. Um, my man Dwan B said it's like a club. Yeah, shit, that's what it is. A museum slash club. That's that's what it is. We got it popping. Yeah, we got some comics. Um, my man Dwan B. Say it's like a club. Yeah, shit. That's what it is. A museum slash club. That's that's what it is. We got it popping. So I want someone in the comment section to please explain this. Acadia, what's up with Acadia? They know that once they take their argument to the mainstream, they will get challenged and make them look like fools. Well, I don't think they want to take their argument to the mainstream. I, I believe it's just done out of um, money and control. So what the pro-black does slash bishop slash preacher does is say that everyone is your enemy and White supremacy is after you. You can't trust white supremacy. White supremacy is evil. White supremacy one is dead. And you can't trust these 
immigrants, especially these African immigrants. So what the pro-black does is make everyone the enemy so you can look at him as the savior. So he's getting paid playing a savior. So what they're going to do is let their savior get away with robbing them in broad daylight, lying to them, lying through his teeth. They're going to make every excuse for this man. They're going to come up with every excuse in the book for this man turning. And on top of that, that's in the ghetto. What part, what part of that don't his supporters understand? So as, a million, a, as you can see, there's really not much of a difference between Umar Johnson and Tariq Nasheed because, you know, the only difference is Tariq Nasheed actually can produce things. That's it. All right. Basically it. It's just two, two parasites going at each other, except one parasite is stronger than the other. It's basically it when it comes down to it. Sad, sad, sad state of affairs when it comes down to it. And he has more dirt on Umar Johnson, Tariq Nasheed. But like I said, these grifters, they look out for each other. But then when things, there's a fallout, that's when you get all the dirt, as we see here. Fair use. Yeah, Tariq should have had my back. Sniffing and blinking. Tariq should have had my back because I did him a favor with hidden colors. I made hidden colors pop off. Fuck. My fucking dude, I've been so neutral with this hoe ass nigga. Understand, fat fuck boy, you ain't gonna do shit. Your name is in my mouth. I'm gonna keep saying it, and you ain't gonna do a motherfucking thing. He, he, this nigga's been talking slick about me for years and I've let it slide. I've let it slide. He's a fuck boy, man. Umar is a fuck boy. I stay, people, man, y'all don't start that. Man, y'all can't be doing this, man. How much longer I got to let this fake ass, con ass, fraudulent ass nigga just take shots at me, man. Enough is enough. Damn. I'm defending this nigga. He, he just did a video. With, you, you talking about you neutral? You didn't have my back. You said charge it to the game. If Umar stole something, I, I didn't say all that. What the fuck you talking about, nigga? This dude, Umar, man, he has been taking shots at me for the longest. I put him in my movie, he takes a shot at me. 
I defend this nigga against the, the stripper. When that shit popped off, I defended him. He came out shitting on me. Put them some tweets talking about when I went on my code of conduct tour. He's like, yeah, code of conduct. Just keep my name out your mouth. I'm like, shit. Nigga. I said, this nigga ain't got no fucking game. I said, this nigga ain't about to be on no fucking school. This nigga ain't really used to no real pussy. The way that nigga was cupcaking in those stripper tweets, then I knew wasn't no school. And that nigga's been making bullshit excuses about that school ever since. I, I'm not shocked. That nigga's been lying about that school. And then it came to the realization, Umar ain't planning on no school. He never was. Uh, and this is a harsh reality, family, because understand this. Let me say this. Umar's two things. And this is the dilemma that a lot of people have. Umar, number one, very good speaker. Great speaker. On the other hand, he's a fraudulent bitch-ass fuckboy. That's the dilemma that a lot of people are dealing with. That nigga's both. He's a great speaker and a fraudulent, con-ass, insecure, fat fuckboy. You understand? So a lot of people, they know, and let's be real, at this point, you guys understand, even fans of his, you know that this nigga's a fucking con artist at this point. You know good and fucking well this nigga ain't about to build no school. That's why I ain't about to be out here lying for this nigga. There is no school. There is no school and there never was. This nigga is a traveling preacher. I'm the biggest scholar. I'm the big, I'm the most requested scholar on the planet. Nigga, they request us all over the place, but I don't just take any fucking lecture because I run businesses. That's not my only source of income and other people. Other people ain't bragging about going on lectures. We've been going on lectures for years. People in the, um, um, Kaba, um, just so many people, they've been doing lectures for the longest. That ain't shit. That ain't nothing. I turn down 80% of the lectures that's offered me. I got, I run businesses. I got other sources of income. Umar, you are a traveling fucking preacher. That's your only source of income, going around the country scamming motherfuckers. That's your only source of income, nigga. That's why you're broadcasting from hotels all the time. Not like you're doing something fly, nigga. That's your only source of income. You're a traveling minister, and all you're doing is just telling people about the building fund that never gets built. They do that at churches all the time. A lot of churches got the building fund, and the building never gets built. And let me say this, because I'm, I'm not going to go back and forth. You know, I'm a one-hitter quitter. You dig? I ain't going to go back and forth. This is going to be really my last time really talking about this fat, fraudulent fuck nigga. I can say what I got to say one time. Ain't no school happening. It don't take three years to get a fucking school, and you got, well, damn near half a million fucking dollars. It don't take that long to get a school. There's a million things you could have done to get a school. This nigga's been coming up with every excuse on the planet. Well, my bank... What would happen, the cracker, the cracker's trying to get my bank and they're trying to put um liens on me because that's what the cracker do. They try to see what I'm doing for the boys. Ain't no school, man. Somebody said he's calling Ola out. Fuck Umar, he's a big fat bitch lying ass nigga. Ain't no school, family. 
Y'all just come, and deep down y'all know that, but y'all like, okay, we've been supporting him all this long, so let's just keep on because he talks good. He talks good. Ain't no school. Ain't no school, family. The thing is, black people have to blame themselves for trusting Umar and even trusting Tyreek. It's not Tyreek's fault. You guys put your money in his hands and it end up being for his benefit, his family, not your family. So this is an L that the urban black community got to got to take. OK, you continually let yourselves be used by grifters and you refuse to have tangibles. You refuse to, to even uplift people that even though they don't have a big YouTube following, they're not big on social media, but they got the resources and the know how and how to run a school, how to purchase a prop, how to purchase property how to get electricity running in that school, HVAC, and everything. And I believe this is the reason why you can't really have um, a group economics because the blacks who want things to be better, they're not really mature in their thinking. So now this leaves for those blacks who do understand to be individuals. Unfortunately, that's how it is because you can't trust uh, most of the blacks to get things done because they want to listen to flashy social media personalities. Malcolm X talked about it. He talked about how the black community will listen to people like Dick Gregory, actors and entertainers for to handle serious issues that affect the community. But in other ethnic groups, they don't listen to no Hollywood celebrities or some somebody who's meant purely for entertainment. They listen to people who are who have experience in how to run a community, how to do a budget, how to make sure finances are properly placed that could benefit their community. That's all I got to say for now. I will see you on the next one. Anything you want to know about my channels in the description box. Later.